Hey guys, welcome to the Spool Chacho cast. Uh, Cut, bitch. Why did you do that? <laughs> um, I'm Dimitri. I'm joined apparently by a extra dumb today. Alejandro. Hey, it's Alex. What's going on? Not much. How you doing? I'm eight. You're what? I'm eight. A-I-G-H-T. How old are you? I'm eight. Old enough to know how to spell it. But you shouldn't be saying it. Why? Why do you care? Clearly, you shouldn't be saying Why it. Why do you care? Because you literally say, ah, I. Um, I don't know anybody who says, ah, I. I slowed it down for you. You might say, I, but you say, ah, I. Because apparently. That's how old you are. You were struggling. No, I just didn't want to hear what you said. Because I didn't want to believe you were that much of an ignoramus. Wow. That's a big word. It is a big word. Where'd you learn it? Disney Channel. Oh. See, Disney Channel teaches you things. Yeah. I'm proud of that. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the press. Yeah, the press. You know, sometimes when you go and press something, it's just like you're pressing and depressing and overpressing, and just the pressure kind of comes. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you're in a good mood today. My coffee's kicking in. Yeah, okay, that's okay. My that coffee's kicking it. in. All right, so I guess what I want to talk about is the overhead press in particular, right? What do you want to talk about it? Why do I want to talk about it? What do you want to talk about? Oh. Just everything in general? Why is it important in your life? How to perform it and how it's going to translate into your daily living. Yeah, I guess we can talk about all that. Thanks for breaking it down. So why don't you start? Well, it's just to get our audience like, you know, when you do a PowerPoint, you kind of put in the beginning like what we're going to be talking about and then go into depth. That's what I'm doing right now. Thanks. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. You're very welcome. So I guess let's just go over generally what we're talking about when we talk about the overhead press then. So like what is the overhead well, press? Well, thank you for asking, Alex. So the overhead press is a pressing movement as opposed to the bench press where you have the bar sitting in your hands right around your chin level and then you literally press it overhead. So the pressing movement is when you take the bar sitting in your hands, standing upright or maybe sitting and you press the bar back over your head, right? So normally, I do it standing. I've done it sitting before. It's okay. I feel I don't have as much movement in my back to do it properly. What do you mean move? So like when, I, when I'm pressing, like my hips aren't able to move the way they need to, right? So like when I'm standing up pressing, all my, my, my feet can move, my hips can move, just that little bit extra to, to make it a little bit more neutral feeling for me. So like when I do seated press, it's more dumbbell press, it's a little bit different. But like the standard press, I like standing. Okay, hmm, that's interesting. So now what I like, what my preference is on, why I like to do the press more so than other overhead or arm movements, um, is I got a bad neck, right? And so it gives my body, like it doesn't trap my body like in a bench. And it so doesn't trap your body. It doesn't trap my. So like when I'm bench pressing. Um, it, it kind of hurts sometimes. Like it hurts my shoulder. It hurts my neck sometimes when I have to press really hard. Um, and it just kind of isn't as comfortable for me than an overhead press. I know other people feel differently about it. Yeah. There's no actual pressure going down into the spine. Right. But I think it's a more, for me, natural movement. I can see that. Yeah. Well, you've also been doing wrestling for how many years? Yeah. Landed on your head for how many years? Yeah. Right? Well, that was what caused that I, my neck injury. Right. So, 
Yep. So I think, I mean, with all this wrestling being on your back so much, right? Probably being on the bench brings back bad memories. Wow. Because you were such a bad wrestler. Wow. You know, getting pinned all the time makes sense. You know, it's like a nightmare benching for you. It's all right. You know, you'll get through it. Together, we'll get through it. Thank you. Thank you. But seriously, though, I I do attribute that the press um, helped my neck recovery because it gave a stimulus because my, my neck injury affects my right tricep. So it gave my body a stimulus to force recovery, but in, in a way that was much more natural. And, we're, and I guess we, we can talk about why we feel it's natural a little bit later, but why do you like the press and do you like the press? I do like the press. I don't like it as much as the bench, um, but I do like the press. I like the seated press a lot more than the standing press, simply because I use it as a, I, I use it as an accessory movement. This like these few blocks I've been using as an accessory movement, more towards uh, hypertrophy, kind of you know build those bolder shoulders. Yeah, um, and I really feel those bolder shoulders after like a set of ten. Yeah. A set oh of 10, yeah. Like a set of eight. Um, and coming from pressing 207 in a meet, mm-hmm. like I put my my body into like, let's try to go as heavy as I can. I know I can do 207. Well, not anymore, but I... You I, have done 207. I've done 207. I've done 220, right, during prep. Yeah. And then everything just went to shit and meat, but whatever. Um, let's not go through that anymore. <laughs> um. So I I know my body was capable of doing that. So I know 135 shouldn't be too much of a challenge um, or I shouldn't struggle as much, right? So I've been trying to hit high numbers for high reps, kind of build those shoulders. And I noticed as I was standing up, I, I do feel it on my shoulders enough, but not enough. Does that make any sense? For your intended purpose. Right, for my Which intended purpose. Press. Like like yeah, I'm lifting for an intent, right? Um like it's an accessory move for me. So I wanna just specifically target my shoulders. Like right. I don't need to over fatigue my glutes, over fatigue my back, my my uh my chest, stuff like that during that pressing. Because I'm completely fried after like fifteen sets of bench. Right. So I'm fried, I don't wanna use them and I'm going to sit down because I want to sit down. <laughs> so when I'm doing it sitting down, I feel like my movement is a lot more strict and I, I require a lot more stability because I, I don't use a backrest. Right. Right. So I require a little bit more stability um, from from like from the ground to my to my core and the pressing movement. I have very minimal to no uh, back extension while, right? while seated, right, while seated. Right. So. I, I don't have a backrest, but I still don't try to like rock back and mm-hmm. then get the bar out of my chest or out of the bottom of my chin. Um, so for me, getting that controlled where I can, I, I only have to push off of my shoulder. Um, I bring the weight down very minimal to what my standing press is. Um, it is a lot harder, but it's like, I feel like my shoulders are on fire a lot more than if I were standing up, right? Because I'm going to have that um impulse to kind of like throw my hips get the bar up just by any means necessary for when i'm sitting down i don't have that urge right okay all right I so mean, that's the that's the one difference because of the intent of what i'm using that specific movement for yeah um but when i was 
um, obviously competing within the press, it, I mean, yeah, standing up and rock those hips nice and hard. I think that's a, I think that's a valid point. Yeah. Um, of course it is. So now smart ass, uh, I'm going to say like the, the main reason I stick to the press over the bench press is because I'm, I do a lot of weightlifting. Right. And so a lot of the stuff is overhead. So again, that overhead stability in the, in the muscles is a key part of the pressing for me. Um, the other thing I like about the press is it's a more full body, especially if you're standing a more full body workout than the bench press, like the bench press. And we'll, when we talk about bench press, I guess we'll, we'll cover like how you can do more weight and stuff. But in the press, especially if you're standing, it's your whole body, your whole body gets involved it's in it. It's literally brute strength. Yeah. Literally it's what it it's is. You and the bar. And I, I think it's a more natural movement because in life you literally take stuff and put it over your head. Definitely. Right. Like, Pressing, uh, pr- a pressing movement is something that you do almost every day in life. Whether it's just putting a can on top of the drawer, um, getting the cereal box from the top of the fridge, um, your protein powder from the top of the fridge, getting a cup from the top of the cabinets, you know, anything is a pressing movement. So it's going to relate more. Obviously, the heavier it is, the more it's going to relate into the gym. But, you know, having that mobility, that stability, um, that strength to get your arm up there, pain-free, pinch-free, really, um, it's just like, it, it's more of a daily life movement than a bench. Mm -hmm. Um, something you'll catch yourself doing a lot more, make sure you're pushing a door, you know, vertically, but I mean, nowadays you can't touch the handle, so just use your body, right? Yeah. So now you're just using like your butt to move it anyways. (laughs) Right. Uh, yeah. And I think when you're training in particular older people, right? you know, like who have injuries, who have issues, the press is a lot easier to get them to do properly. Than Not a bench only press. that. So what I've caught is I've, I've picked up a couple of new clients, mm-hmm. right? And instead of ha- having them bench on the first week or two, we work on that press. Mm-hmm. I mean, that press, I think it, it correlates more towards your, your squat, your deadlift, um, it's going to help out with the bench eventually when we get there. Um, it's just the shoulder stability that you're going to need, the shoulder mobility that you're going to need to get your arms back, get that squat, uh, little shelf on your back tight. You know, sometimes it's very painful for people to get their arms back and get that bar that low. We practice low bar, right? Um, so press kind of like liberates that shoulder movement to be able to do that a little bit more and more and more, be more comfortable with getting your arms over your head. Um, get that shoulder kind of in different positions. Um, so pushing the press first kind of helps them out more with the other lifts. Yeah. Like no, I, rather than what the bench would, you know, correlate to the other ones. No, I and I agree right. with that. Uh, and I, I think, you know, the, the classic argument of like the press, at least the, what I've always told people is like when you start pressing, it's it uses more of your shoulder than like a, a bench press, right? Like you're you're not yeah. just in the in the frontal plane where you're using all the heads of your shoulder. And especially if you throw a shrug in at the top, like you're supposed to, you bring your traps into it, right? Your lats get involved for stabilization. The supraspinatus and for spin terrace muscle. Yeah. All the sits muscles. I just think it's, it, and it's a, like a cooler old school exercise, right? Like before there was bench press, like you couldn't bench, right? Because there was no place to do it. So you literally just press, and it was one of the original uh, Olympic game lifts before they removed it was the clean and press, yep. and then snatch and clean and jerk. And 
these people were putting up ungodly numbers on that press. It was something like 400 pounds. The world record is 500. 500 pounds. Has anybody broke that? No, because it was removed, right? From the Olympics. So like no, the, no, no, no. But like, oh, in general? in general? I don't know. I don't know if there's been a, like a legitimate world record press. We'd have to look it up. But like 500 pounds. Somebody cleaned and pressed 500 pounds. And, and you can look it up on YouTube. And I, I forget the guy's name, but if you look up like 500 pound clean and press, there's, it was like the last Olympics that it was at the, the guy who got the 502 pound one, you, you can see he'll do it. Like he basically power cleans it and then does a quick rock back with his shoulders and just flies. The bar flies. And then some guy went and beat it, but he, he like, he had a lot of knee kick to it. And so it wasn't really like a press. It was like, a, it was press. like a push press. Yeah. Press. But this, I mean, it was just 500 pounds, power clean Still and, and, and press. Yeah, it was really good. But anyways, press. From like a normal standpoint, I think, especially if you're home, it's safer, right? If you don't have safeties while you're... It's easier to bail. Well, if you bail, you don't get trapped under it, right? right. You just dump it. Or if you become really experienced like I do, you are, you're able to bail a bench. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you've had to do it several times recently. <laughs> Oh, man, so many times, but um, I think last time I bailed on the press, I hit my forehead. Or was it my nose? I think it was my nose. Like, I scraped my nose. Well, that's the thing. Like, if, if kind of, you know, the big sticking point for it is once it gets to your head, right? Like, yeah. if you can get like, it, like... right over your head. Right. Like, if literally, you, as soon as you pass your skull, yeah, it's, either, it's whether you can bring it back yeah, or it's not moving. No, exactly, right? So, it's either going to get right over your head... And you're going to sit there and grind it for about three seconds and then nothing happens. Or you like really drive it past that point fast and that's how you get it, right? Like right. there's no amount. I mean, you can do stuff, but there's like really no amount of anything you can do to like get past that sticking point other than just getting the bar past it and then locking out. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely exercises out there to get past sticking points, but I mean, the press is just one of but those. But the press is just one of those where they're. It's going to happen at this point. Yeah. Or it's not going to happen. Right. Exactly. And it's such, it's a movement that requires so much technique, especially handling big loads, right? It requires the technique to um, get your elbow set where you have, where you need them, right? Um, once that pressing movement starts, you don't stop, right? right? So there's a lot of people that I catch, like they push up and then they try to bring it back. Yeah. So they bring it in two movements and it's very hard to get. A lot of weight within two movements right try to make it as smooth as possible make it a little ramp right over your head once it's over your head and it's gone it's coming up but if it's like like for me i would press it and then it gets stuck like right on my head like right over my head so i know i either have to push it back and then try to finish it or that's not going anywhere <laughs> right most often than not it's not going anywhere yeah um but it's like, yeah, just get it back and then just keep pushing back over your head and it's going to come up because it's going to come up. Well, how often have we seen like really, really strong people who will, will get to a certain weight and they just get stuck because they don't have the right technique, right? Like you got these really strong people who are pressing like in the twos, like higher up in the twos. like. But then once it gets like an extra five or 10 pounds heavier, they... they in their minds, they've never gotten to the point of having to drive it back, right? So as soon as it gets heavy, they're used to just pressing in front of them. 
and then kind of along the way it gets there right right just because her shoulder's gonna get over the head right but then they they hit this hard point where like it'll go to like their their eyes right they'll try to like push it up it'll get to their eyes and then just stops but it's sometimes physics plays against them well it's like three inches in front of their face like yeah drive the bar there's so many times when when we'd be at those competitions i'd be like come on just drive the bar back yeah it's about um the line of of like uh the line of pull push in this case like where is your stability where is your center balance um where is that weight distributed right Right. If that weight's in front of you, that poor little deltoid, that poor little shoulder yeah. can't handle those 200, 300, 100 pounds that being in front. No. Right. Bring everything really close to you towards your center of gravity, towards your strength point, and make sure like all joints work together. Yeah. Your joints love working in stacks, right? So stack them up. Well, it's exactly it, right. So where, like, where's the strongest your, the bar is going to be, right? Yeah, it's your center of gravity. Over the joint. So if you have the, the bar and it, it, you're at a disadvantage in the press to begin with because your head's in the way, <laughs> right? Especially if you have a big nose. Well, I mean, like, I mean, yes. You got to get that out of the but way. for real, right? Like yep. the, the head's in the way on the press and your nose. Like, that's like the big thing that sticks up. So the, the faster you can get it back over your head, over your shoulder, the stronger you're going to be, mm-hmm. right? And that's where like, we were talking about that sticking point. That's that sticking point is like that transition period where it's like just past your head before you can get it back to your shoulder. Right. And that's one of the tricks that you can tell someone is if they press to that point and they can hold it there, like they're strong enough to hold it for an extra second, if they can float it back over their shoulder, then all of a sudden they'll be able to find the power to press it up. Yep. And that power just comes from it getting back over the joint. It just uh, flows. Yeah. It just flows. You're you're, you're going to feel um, like the strength that you didn't think you had. Like, oh, it's the craziest. Past my sticking point. It's the craziest easy. feeling. Yeah. Yep. And especially when you're coaching someone and like, you know, they have the strength because they'll like fly to that point and then just get stuck. And you'll tell them, okay, listen, this is what you can do next time. Since you're having a real trouble driving it back initially, get it to that point, float it back and then push it up. Right. You'll hear the cue of like drive your head through I'm not a big fan of that cue only because then you're just shifting all the weight forward and it's, you're still not over the center point of your body. Um, I think I use that cue only when I see their their body, right? So if I feel it's appropriate to bring their head through because most of them, when they're pressing back, they tend to lean back to get their head out of the way, right? That's they a valid point. They don't have full control over like the limbs, the joints, and all that to use them and move them as a unit. Uh, as a single, they have to move him like everything together. So sometimes it's like everything is off of center, right? So if they bring their head through, they bring everything back into center, and that's when they get a little bit more power. Yeah. Um, most of the times, it, I use that more often than not because uh, a lot of novice uh, lifters do that. But like more experienced lifters, bringing the head through will be um, a little bit more, a little bit different. Because of that same thing, right? They know how to move their body. Sometimes their body's positioned in a way where they don't have to uh, bring their head through. It's just a matter of like getting that bar back. You know, it's different. Um, it's just it's a matter of looking into the athlete and being like, what's appropriate to use yeah. here? Like, no, I mean that's, whether you bring your body towards or bring the bar towards. That's a valid point. I, my point with that, I guess, was I, like that's just the automatic cue. Yeah. Is the, like push yeah. your head forward, push right? Head forward. And I think that for me, 
I don't think that that should be the first uh, thing. It shouldn't apply to everybody. If you, right. If you're an experienced coach and you see what's going on, yeah, by all means. But if you're not an experienced coach, don't just tell everyone, push your head push through. Your head through. Says everything goes forward. Especially right. if there's a mirror. I, I've caught this oh, a lot. Hate. If there's a mirror in front, they're going to go towards a mirror. Yeah. And more often than not, they're going to lose balance. Right. They're going to lose balance. And now that's when people start misstepping and like uh, they push forward a lot more. So they end with the bar in front of their face. Uh, so I've become very not fond of mirrors. Yeah. Even for me, uh, 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 so somewhat experienced lifter right uh i catch myself like squatting and i would look into the mirror just to see if i'm hitting depth yeah oh my god i lean forward yeah it throws me off too and as much as i the problem is you like if you're lifting at a platform that has a mirror in front of you you have to look at the mirror right because you have to look forward right and it just i don't know it just throws me off off too so let's go let's talk about the setup for the press right Cause it's not super complicated, but the setup can really kind of make or break the whole thing. Yep. Definitely. And, and so I'll go over how I like teach the setup and do the setup. So we'll right? go through the wrong right. first. So we'll go through it. Wow. <laughs> Who taught you? Excuse me. Yeah. So the misconception with the press I feel right is like, you'll see these people, especially with really big, strong people kind of just use the press as an accessory. They'll take a really wide grip. Yes. And I think like getting people to understand that you, you're going to actually take a much more narrow grip than you're used to. So basically, like, if you look at the knurling on the bar, you're going to grab kind of like right at the edge of the knurling. Where you're- and, and first, let's clarify. We're doing this for uh, movement purposes, right? For mobility, strength purposes. Right. Not uh, aesthetics. Correct. Right? Correct. That's like bodybuilding, you know, yeah. the width of the bar kind of targets different sides of the muscle and uh, angles and all that differently aesthetically we're talking about performance yes no that's a valid point let's move on so you're gonna take a narrow grip right and so the the biggest issue is getting comfortable with a narrower grip you're gonna go about right to the edge of the knurling to maybe a thumb or two away from there right depending on how broad your shoulders are you can take about a shoulder width grip so now this is an not an issue, but this is a, a point of contention in, in teaching the press. Like I'd like to teach the press where you you internally rotate your hands and then you put the bar right on your bone of your forearm. And the reason for that is is if it sits in your wrist, one, it loads your wrist entirely. So your wrist muscles take the load. And then as you're pressing, there's flexion there. So then your wrist muscles not only just take all the load, they're bending. So it's an inefficient energy transfer and it takes a little bit of practice to get comfortable with that that kind of internally rotated grip but once you get used to it and it just sits on your bone i mean it just kind of just floats there right right um you can get used to doing it the other way i don't like it other people do because they just they don't feel comfortable the other way but just know that your wrist is going to take a bigger load and then when you go to take the bar out of the rack bring your shoulder to the bar first, like right by your um, collarbone. your collarbone area. You're going to bring it there, and then you're going to rotate your arms under, and then you're going to want to rotate your arms to the point where the elbow is just slightly past the bar. And the reason for that is when you look at your forearm, you're going to see the angle that it's at. If, if your elbows are down, it's going to be straight. And you would think, oh, yeah, I want to have a straight forearm because I want to press it up. The problem is when you go to press up, that's away from your body, right? So you want your elbow up a little bit, 
And so when you press, you press back naturally, right? And so then once you get started, and we're just going to talk about strict press, right? I think that's a good way to talk about it. We're yep, just going to yep. elbows up, and then from there, you're literally just going to press the bar. aiming. I like to cue aiming for your forehead, right? Other people say aim for your nose. I don't like that only because, like, my nose is huge, and <laughs> that doesn't work out very well. But the aiming for your forehead gives the Prone angle. to getting hit. Well, <laughs> it is. Aiming for your forehead lets you aim and then get back faster, I feel, right? Like, it. You're gonna aim it. Well, and your get forehead it. is a little bit more behind. Correct. Your nose. Right. So then, once you get it back over your shoulder, you're just gonna lock out. And then, once you get to the top, you're gonna flex your traps a little bit, right? Like shrug your shoulders, because then it brings your traps into it, lets you carry a little bit more load, and then it helps with the uh, scapula in the back to rotate properly. Yep. So that's it. So the setup is gonna be narrower grip than you think. Try to load it onto your forearm, not your wrist, chest to bar. Rotate your arms under so your elbow is sitting just in front of the bar. Then you're going to stand up, walk back, and then aim for your forehead and press it up. How does that sound? Does that sound pretty good? Or anything you want to add or change to that? Uh, I think it's similar, like the way we teach it, very similar. Um, uh, the way I, I cue is first, obviously, without the bar, right? Try to get them used to getting their elbows up because not everybody's used to getting that. Right. Elbow up. Everybody's used to. Um, seeing those Instagram videos, YouTube, you know, elbows down and just pressing or bringing their shoulders way too low, the elbows way too low, where they're causing a lot of stretching in that ligament, right? So it is a little complicated to keep your elbows up simply because the fatigue on that anterior deltoid is going to be extreme, right? You're not used to holding weight in front, so that front delt is going to be very tired and you're going to feel tired. So, you know, just getting them used to getting that, um, Have I tell them to kind of make a C with their hand and then right where that you see that little gap in your hand like the little indent that's where the bar sits right that's a pretty good cue um so once they see that they're able to see it in the mirror and i was like just hold it kind of um in an angle and just walk towards the bar when they walk towards the bar grip it um rotate under things like that and um one thing uh, you missed is uh, your your feet Right. Oh, having yeah, yeah, having yeah. a strong base of support through the ground is going to be key to having a great press. Yeah. Right. If you have a very narrow, you don't you don't cover as much ground um, of of like stability or like center of gravity. Open up your stance a little bit, kind of like a little bit wider or just about a shoulder width apart. Toes pointed out. Um, I like to rotate my knees out, like my whole thigh out, kind of like screwing myself into the ground. And as I'm ready to press, take that big breath, squeeze the glutes, push to the ground, get that bar over my head, um, getting the core tight and everything just makes everything feel very fluent. Just let it flow, let the strength kind of come from the ground. Um, and that's how you make it a complete body uh, exercise, mm -hmm. right? Not just the uh, upper body, but you can push more, more weight if you bring your legs into it a little bit more. Um, and not by like using your knees. No, no, Just no. by keeping everything tight. St it's all still a strict press, no yeah. knee bend, um, no extreme hip press uh, or hip movement. Oh, yeah, where you're basically turning into an incline. Exactly. Um, just like keeping it very strict but stable, right? Keeping your core very stable, keeping your, your legs stable, your knees uh, nice and strong, um, f great contact with the ground. You're going to feel a lot stronger within that press. And, yeah, just aiming for the back of your head, getting it nice and strong. I like to give the cue. That helps out with the uh, with with the uh, elbows of giving yourself like a Superman chest right off of the rack, 
right? So if, if you bring your chest up, you're going to want to bring your elbows up with, right? So keeping that already the top torso tight um, will kind of help you keep those elbows up. Um, and I like to say up and in because sometimes they, they flare out mm-hmm. if they're not used to it, right? So up and in, and then the bar just comes right over your head. Huh. Um, and it's all just through like teaching the press to different people, see what works for them, see what doesn't work for them. Um, sometimes you don't even need to. They just There's a lot of people that just tell them what to do and they do it. Some of them you need a little bit more of a handsy, like up, bring their elbows up and in. You have to remind them constantly. Right. Until they they get used to it. There was a study that said 1,000 reps per week um, makes you very good at a lift. So it's going to take a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take a while. Practice, patience, all that. It's just, that's what the sport is, right? Practice and patience. Um, Within a program, within a lift, within techniques, within form, everything is just practice, practice, practice. Practice makes perfect. Yeah, man, I think that was pretty good. I think we covered a good amount for the press. So uh, if you guys got any questions, reach out to us. You can email us at swolchachopodcast at gmail.com or on social media. Swolchachocast on Instagram and on Twitter. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks.